Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582. Or text us at 61010. A fantastic February 16th to you and a sensational Sunday. Hope you're doing something amazing with it today. Live from the White House of Talk, right here on Yates Street in beautiful, snowy downtown St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show. Heard every Sunday right here on 610 CKTB, noon to 2. On your AM dial, we are 6 10 a.m. or we're streaming live 610cktv.com find our show page out find my show page out on the website and take our podcast out for a rip sounding good you have your digits other ways that you can interact with the Jim Fannin show today you can chirp us out on Twitter the station's address is at 610CKTB. You can add me in there, too, at Jim Fannon, F-A-N-N-O-N. The Jim Fannon Show brings you great interviews with solid guests, some good topics to bang the phones about, some solid bumper music. And we've started a little bit of a tradition here at the Jim Fannon Show. Live music. Live bumpers, local acts, rock stars for you. And we got a great show for you today planned. Niagara Falls Mayor Jim Diodati is in with me for the first hour. And Cardinals are in the booth, braving the snow out there today. They managed to get out from behind a snowplow. Levi. Nathaniel and Mr. Rogers. It's the same Mr. Rogers that you know. Cardinals are one of the hottest up-and-coming bands in the region. If you've not caught these guys out, go check them out at YouTube. Just search Cardinal Music. Cardinals are in. And at 12.15, we'll hear the first live bumper coming back from the first break before we talk to Mary Jim. Mayor Jim will be in with me till 1 o'clock, and then at 1 o'clock, we'll have the Cardinals for a half an hour. Three 20-year-old rock stars. Niagara Lake, Niagara Falls, Niagara Boys. We're going to talk to them, find out what it's like to be in school and be a rock star at the same time. And up and coming on the Jim Fannin Show, Cardinals Today. Next week, February 23rd, we've got Cops on Commission. If you don't know what Cops on Commission are, check them out on YouTube. March 2nd, Aiden Miller comes back to town, and he's going to light up our producer's booth. Drew Comerford is running the board today. And then March 8th, we've got Aaron Berger, another local musician. If you are a musician and you do not suck, get a hold of me. Get me on Facebook. Track me down. At Jim Fannin, Jim Fannin at gmail.com. And bust me off your contacts. We will get you in to play some live bumper music for us. Up next, Jim Diodati's here today. 
lot to talk to him about. Thank you, Jim, for coming in. I know that he had to brave the weather. Let me get your mic up there. My pleasure. Glad he's, to be here. You a little frazzled. I didn't even get a chance to say hello to you. Just bust right in here like you own the place. Jim Diodati's been here before. He's no stranger to being in front of the microphone. So we're going to have Jim generously has given us till 1 o'clock on what is usually his day off and day with the family. So I much appreciate that. And then at 1 o'clock, we'll talk to the Cardinals for a couple segments. The phones are always open, as you know, 905 688-2582. We're trying something a little different here. Drew Comerford's got the boys leading us out. Sounding pretty good. These are the Cardinals on 610 CKTB. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at Nicely done, boys. Sounding good. If you have a demo tape and you do not suck, get me your information. We'll get you on the show. Mayor Jim Diodati is with me today. Mayor Jim, thanks very much. And we've never spoken on the air before, so thanks for coming in. My thrill. I've uh, listened to you many times. And uh, whether you're doing your own show or you're filling in for Tom or one of the other guys, so I enjoy your show. I appreciate that. Now, first thing I got to ask you is how the hell did you throw out Salsi? He looked really comfortable as an incumbent mayor. You know, municipal politics is really difficult to get the incumbent out. What was your strategy? What did you campaign on? How did you throw out a guy that looked really solid? Well, first off, I got to say, you know, he was a good mayor, and I learned a lot uh, serving under him as a city councilor. Uh, Ted and I both... Two terms? Uh, two terms, yeah. Okay. Ted and I were elected the, at the same time in 03, and uh, worked together for the same period of time, and uh, I always liked very much working with him. And uh, it just came up, uh, for me, it was a difference of opinion on health issues regarding the NHS. And I think that was the main... I mean, there were different things, for, but for the most part, we're on the same page but that was one that we definitely differed and uh i think that was one of the you know defining moments i felt health care was broken in niagara and as it certainly uh, was agreed to by the province they brought in dr kevin smith a supervisor they uh, have completely restructured things and uh, we're going in a very very different direction and thank goodness because i don't think we were going down the right path for good health care in the niagara area and i think we're certainly on the right track now you think that was the wedge issue, though, the NHS? What was the difference of opinion? What was the, in philosophy? Well, the main thing um, was he was more supportive of the NHS, of the uh, structure of the board, and of the direction of the CEO of the time. And I wasn't, and I'd met with her, uh, had a difference of opinion. You know, I'm a business guy. I just, you know just look at things at black and white and if they don't make business sense then they don't make political sense for me and uh things didn't jive i wasn't happy with the direction and i seven pfeiffer was ahead at that time she was mm-hmm. she was and uh you know we had a lot of philosophical discussions that we completely differed on and uh it seemed to me there and i know there were silos i knew there was lots of issues i didn't agree with the way of dealing with them and uh, we had some very good doctors that have since left the area and they weren't working for Ham- hamilton health sciences they're working in the in the gta for hospitals right now that we rush to, we had some of these doctors and they're no longer. And instead, you know, we went in a different direction, this hire a doctor where we bring people in from out west and whatnot. And it's it's impersonal. And I, I felt that we were going in the wrong direction. And uh, I have to say, Dr. Smith, 
uh, didn't know what to expect at first, but boy, uh, very refreshing. He uh, he listens. He doesn't just give you lip service. Um, he really genuinely cares. And when they appointed him the CEO, I was just thrilled. I think um, uh, Sue Matthews did a great job as well. She was great. Uh, and uh, Kevin Smith is fantastic. I think we're going in the right direction. I see the board we have. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it'll never be perfect. Uh, nothing is. But I think we're when you go, you're going in the right direction. It gives you confidence and also. Ultimately, every one of us are going to be touched by healthcare. We're going to end up in some way involved, and we want to make sure that when you're there, you're under great care. Now, you're reaching the end of your first term, correct? Now, reach way back to the campaign of that first term. What did you campaign on? Did you have three or five points? Like they always tell us, you know, pick your points and campaign on those points only. What were your campaign strategies? Well, I think uh, the first thing was I put together a great team and, uh, you know, they, they were all hardworking, they're all dedicated, they weren't all friends, they were from different groups and I made it real clear to them that, that our objective wasn't just to grab the eighth seat our objective was to do much better than that and that we were going to and we needed to come up with a strategy and I'll tell you the main strategy was uh, and, and I have to tell you I have a lot of mentors in my life that have helped me throughout uh, you know personally professionally and uh, one of them in particular a very successful US business person had said to me you know if I had to sum it all up for you he said and there's a lot of things to sum up I'd say watch what everyone else is doing and do the opposite he said that alone will assure you that your odds are stacked properly. And and so uh, the philosophy was, okay, what are people doing to get elected? Well, and I'll give you one example. Well, we need to do a brochure. So every single thing we thought and discussed, well, why? Mm. Well, uh, because uh, that's what everybody does. Okay, but why do they do it? Well, to give them a lot of information. Okay, but do they read it all? Uh, geez, I'm not really is sure. That gonna get, is a pamphlet going to get you elected? Exactly. And especially in a stack of another 30 or 40 pamphlets, are you going to get read? Are you going to get elected? Mm -hmm. So we decided we're not going to do a pamphlet. Well, what are we going to do? Well, let's think of something else. So we created a tent card, a business card folded in half. And that worked out to be genius because we just put the basic points because people don't have more than... No. 30 seconds, uh, a quick picture of what you, what you look like, uh, your basic points, how to reach you. And we put these tent cards, you could stand them up at a restaurant, you could tuck them into a windshield, you could hang them on a mailbox, you could stick them in a wallet, you could hold 500 at one time very easily. And, and it seemed to be a, a good strategy. So every single thing we did, uh, billboards, well, uh, uh, city councilors don't do billboards, why not? So we did billboards. We tried every single step. We tried to be different because how do you stand out in a field of 30? And at that time, city council was going from a ward system in Niagara Falls to an at-large system. And we were going from 12 councillors down to eight. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. So, okay. the, the, so the competition was going to be fierce. And we knew to stand out, to get noticed, you had to do things differently. One of the other strategies, we studied the, the bylaw and the rules for election, and we found a loophole. One of them was the timing of putting up your signs. And as it turned out, it was not against the rules. It was uh, suggested that you had to put them out at, after a certain date. So we read it through. We made sure we wouldn't be breaking any rules, and we were the first out with the signs. Somebody always told me, exploit the election law to its fullest. Go in... Don't go outside the boundaries. Don't break the law, but make sure you exploit it to the fullest. That's what they all do. That's how you win. So, Well, you got to know the rules, yeah. uh, know them well, and play within them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what we did. So we tried to become experts, and we didn't base it on what people had done in the past. And then I didn't just look at what happened in elections locally. I looked at what happened in elections in Minnesota, in Florida, in Vancouver, and just to look for good ideas. And the same way as being mayor, I do the exact same thing. I read uh, national papers. I read international. I don't want to know just what's happening just outside our backyard, what's happening around the world. You don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel. Probably someone out there is doing something exactly that you'd like to do. So that was the basic strategy. And I have to tell you, I've been fortunate to have a lot of great mentors politically, personally, professionally, and, and I bounce ideas off of them all the time. It doesn't mean I'm going to do what they say, but it means I'm going to consider what they say. And it helps me to have more balanced decisions, and I'm certainly far from perfect but it helps me, saves me, and avoids some problems uh, just by bouncing off someone gives the devil's advocate perspective on things. Right. Do you remember what your priorities were? 
Your points? Uh, yeah, I remember for mayor, um, geez, going back uh, for my first time for council, I remember our... Slow- no, for mayor, that's what I meant. Oh, for mayor, oh yeah. Well, what, what we did then was, the year was uh, 2010, and we put together a 10-year strategy that we called a 2020 vision, 2020, because it took yeah. us to the year 2020, nice. so it was a fun play on words. Sounds like you're ripping the Green Party on yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably ripping someone. <laughs> and uh, in the Catholic school board had something similar. I yeah. think they were Vision 2020, and I was 2020 Vision, and okay. we just Good. twisted it around a little bit, but I, I loved it. I thought it was a little punny, a little fun. And we looked and did a little bit of a SWOT analysis. You know, by SWOT, we say strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats, and what's good and what's not good. And and I always say to my, whether employees in my private business or currently now, I say, don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions. So when they come to me with an issue, I like to start off with, well, what do you think we should do about it? Because oftentimes okay. they know what to do. They just need the confidence to mm-hmm. come forward with the idea. So uh, we put together a 10-year plan that touched on a number of issues that uh, were very important for the city. And it was health care. It was Go Train. It was a university campus. Some of the main problems we have down here is we have a brain drain. We're not mm. retaining and attracting youth. Why is that? I went away for university and I came back. And I have to say, most of my friends went away and never came back. They went away for school, then they went away for employment, and they never came back. And when I was campaigning, I went to all the re- retirement homes and, you know, I'd ask the people, oh, so where do your kids live and where are your family? So many times they lived out of town. And I said, well, do you get to see them very often? Well, you know, they're busy. And I know what it's like. I've got three kids and a dog. I mean, we're busy. My wife works, too. And and, and I think, what a sad situation to live your whole life, to help your family get a leg up, and then they're gone. And then you see them Christmas and Easter and maybe your birthday or Mother's Day or Father's Day. And I think, is that the quality of life that, that I want people to have that I want to have? No. So what can we do? How can we keep them here? Well, give them educational opportunities. Give them employment opportunities. Give them an excuse to stay here. So we've come up with a full platform, a full strategy on what will literally revolutionize what's happening here, change the direction. I really believe that the best days are yet to come. We've got nothing but opportunity here, untapped potential. And and there's a number of things that have to happen for that to be tapped. And so we put together this 10-year plan. And uh, soon thereafter, we got together with council. We refined it with all of their input as well. It's a team effort. It's not all about me. And we put together a strategic plan. And, Jim, we put that on our uh, city's website, posted it for all to see. And as they say, plan your work and then work your plan. And now we're in the midst of working that plan. Nicely done. Mayor of Niagara Falls, Mr. Jim Diodati, is in the booth with me. He'll take your calls if you have any. We've got them right till 1 o'clock. And then Cardinals come in for a brief discussion before we get out for the Ice Dogs game. This is the Jim Fannin Show on 610 CKTB. Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now 905 688 2582 1877 610 2582 or text us at 61010. the Cardinals sitting with Jim Diodotti, the mayor of Niagara Falls. We will take your calls, 905-688-2582. 1 o'clock, we have the Cardinals come in. We'll talk to them for a couple segments, uh, find out 
what it's like being 20-year-old rock stars in the Niagara region. Another rock star sitting with me right here, Jim Diodati. I've described you as uh, as he looks over his shoulder who the rock star is. <laughs> the guy with the bag of money at the end of the go train. You are a rock star, man. Not because you're a great mayor. I think you're doing a pretty good job because you've got all the freaking money. What are you going to do if you lose that casino cash? What is it, $40 million a year? <laughs> no, we're, well, we're getting $23 million right now. Okay. It's all based on revenue in the casinos. So now we have a vested interest in the success of our casinos. Interesting. So Oh, yeah. Believe me, when I see a, a part of the sign burned out, I phone them instantly. <laughs> fix that uh, fix that sign. Uh, the, you know, whatever. The fountains aren't working. I'm calling them. I'm, I'm all over them. Uh, nice. I, oh, I'm just a nightmare. But uh, but now, out of that $23 million, now we were getting $3 million originally, and now we pay the police portion of the casino unit, which was approximately $4.2 million. So we do have right. some other obligations. Right. Um, we wanted to make sure we didn't spend that newfound money like drunk and sailors for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's not guaranteed into the future. It's a 30-day cancellation clause. We don't know after the next municipal election if somewhere in the GTA they will be putting in another casino. Fair point. And the majority of our business comes from the GTA. So if Vaughn or Markham or wherever, they get a casino, it definitely will have a devastating effect on us. The other thing that we don't know is in the U.S., uh, Seneca Casino is doing quite well, attracting a lot of Canadians, more than we're attracting Americans. We don't know what's going to come so we don't want to ever spend that money like it's going to dry up and we don't ever want to put it into operating that's what they did back in the day in fort erie they put their casino money into operating and for the average person what that means is uh, when that money dries up the only way to replace it is by raising taxes Mm -hmm. and that you don't want to do and that's why they had some double digit increases back to back put people in a real tough spot so we want to make sure that whatever we do is sustainable and that we protect this and that we make sure we reinvest. So what are we doing? Um, A lot of people don't understand. People say, just pay off the debt. It's not like an open mortgage. What you do is you have financial arrangements with institutions. So what you do is when the debt is paid off, when that commitment is paid off, you try not to take on new debt. So that's what we're doing. Our debt is falling off. Um, You know, we ended the year at, uh, I think it was somewhere around 67.5 million. This year year we'll be at 62.5 million. Uh, We're at 6.5% of uh, source revenue, so we're in a really good place, way below the provincial guidelines. Uh, Also, we're reinvesting in our sewers, our roads, our sidewalks. Uh, We're making sure that we're investing in the infrastructure, the core services that people expect. So that long term, I mean, you know, you can fix it now, or you can replace it later at a much higher price. And that's some of our council objectives to keeping the city in a good place. Now, you've been identified as a liberal, and if there's anything wrong with that, I know you, you took a stand, you know, I just want what's best for my community. There's been promos running on the station for weeks, I will, with your voice, saying, you know what, I'm just, um, I'm here for the city of Niagara Falls. What's ever good for us is, is good for me, and that's who I'm going to support. So, it, it's my... Uh, suggestion that obviously the liberals courted you, came to you. You maybe saw the writing on the wall for this, for this uh, by-election in the falls. They picked uh, a candidate, preferred a candidate, and that's a whole other discussion. But uh, specifically, spring election. Are you interested, if the Liberals come to you and court you really hard, do you see yourself stepping away from your job as mayor to t- test the waters at, uh, at the provincial level? Or No. Not, it's no. not time yet. No, and, and especially... You have re-announced that you're running for mayor. I have. You and filed I, your papers. I yeah, filed I my so. papers. Uh, I have a young family. My uh, my son is seven, and my daughters are 10 and 12. So I've got a young family. I have no intention of leaving the area right now. First of all... I and put that's together, how you see being an MPP or a Queen's absolutely. Park. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, if I, uh, if I got the call uh, at another level, I definitely would not be interested. Okay. I'm, I'm open. I'm honest. I'm straight. Sometimes I'm too straight. Uh, but I just say what's on my mind. And no, my kids, my family are number one in my life, and I'm not going to jeopardize that, uh, have someone else take my kids to hockey or to basketball or, mm-hmm. or swimming. I want to be the one to do it. And, um, uh, you know, I'm flattered, of course, as anybody would be, but uh, but no, definitely not. And yeah, I've been described as a, a blue liberal, uh, okay. you know, because I've been a business business person 
for 25 years. Matter of fact, I've got one regional counselor that uh, often tells me that, you know, I'm I'm more conservative than conservatives <laughs> uh, because I am a little bit of a bleeding heart on social issues. Uh, you know, I believe everyone needs a, a hand up, not necessarily a hand out, but a hand up. And I and I and I have that soft spot. Uh, but at the same time, I, I've got to focus on the bottom line. And I, I hate waste. Even in my own house, my kids, you know, I. <laughs> I drive my family nuts. I'm like, there's still chicken on that bone. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that thing. And uh, and I I don't like waste. I don't like throwing out food. I don't like you know. I just uh, I just really really don't like waste. It really bothers me. So you know, half the world's starving, and the other half you know throws things out. Mm. So I mean, if we could average that out, we'd probably be in a better spot. What's your take on the spring election? Do you think Horvath will continue to hold the gun to the government's head, get what she wants, and just take this right? That's my take. This we're not going to spring election. Horvath is not going to pull the plug. She'll take the dart. She'll take the arrows and say, yeah, I'm, I'm propping them up again. It's my take. We're, we're just going to go right to October 1st, 15th. You know what? I'm with you on that one. I know everyone's calling, or so many people are calling a spring election. I, why would Horvath do that? She's getting everything she wants yeah. now. Money, without, mostly. Yeah, money, mostly. Social programs, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, insurance. She's not certainly demanding we have electoral reform or a, no. you know, a referendum on pro- proportional representation or anything like that again. No, some low, low-hanging <laughs> She's smart fruit. about it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, Taking what she can get. Of course, when to stay in power. Uh, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship. It's funny how the language changes. Eh? All of a sudden, Susie election over, I'm like, oh, these two are in bed together. They are not. They're going full term for sure. Well, they're going to, on the outside, they're going to put on a brave face yeah. and, and boy, you know, damn those liberals and, and, and those bad things that I believe they've done, but I'll plug my nose for a little bit and get some more things that I want. Yep. I mean, there's no question uh, all the resources of the province were poured into the Niagara Falls riding and uh, it was a very close, very aggressive, contested fight. Uh, I don't think any of them, It's not, you talked to any prize fighter after fight you know they're not quick to get into the ring again they want to go heal lick their wounds sure. think about what happened study the tapes and i don't think they're in a hurry if you can get everything that you want or most of what you want without having an election why would you go into an election mode i don't believe there's going to be a rush into an election personally mm-hmm. I I, th- I think the same thing, and it's funny that the the vernacular changed right after the like the next day. Horvath standing back, and you can see Wynn going, "Yeah, I'm I'm happy here." And and so it, it's funny that when the election's on, everything's different. Give me your quick take on one Niagara. You know, I do believe at some point it's going to make sense. You know, but but you know, there's that saying, you know, you can pull rope or you can push rope, and right now it's pushing rope. Uh, the GTA. Hamilton areas that uh, amalgamated, they weren't done locally. They were done provincially. It was forced. It was forced by Mike Harris. And you don't see the province no. coming to the Niagara region and saying, we force you to amalgamate. Well, I, I mean, it's a fantasy for some of my friends here. And thank God, it's my take, the one Niagara conversation is dead. The GNCC went before the regional council. You saw the presentation. It was debated. It was defeated. And I think that that question, that conversation has died. Now, we've got municipals coming up again. I'm sure it'll be raised again. But... My take is I don't want to come before my municipality again with another decisive, uh, divisive uh, subject. We had the hockey arena down here. It was all for and against, and there's always going to be something. But this really seems to tear the community apart. We need it. We don't need it. It's broken. I'm tired. I'm so grateful to have you in the Niagara Falls. I'm a St. Catharines kid. Born and raised North End brat, but it's really, really uh, hopeful for me to hear a municipal leader and a mayor say, "You know what? No, we got it together. We're rolling in the right direction. We've, you know, it's not all broken. We're over governed. There's too many politicians. We're falling behind other communities." Well, you know, a lot of the time you hear the uh, one voice. Uh, we need to say, say, and I, you know, what I say, I say, no, many voices, one song. Why does it have to sure. be one voice? And that's, I've always said, you know, we could take the economic development centers for 12 municipalities, maybe this is a pipe dream, and, and bring them together with a board of directors. I'd love to see the region be a service provider and nothing but. You want to negotiate mm-hmm. contracts on wastewater, delivery, on trash pickup and recycling? Great. Deliver us services. I don't, if anything, I'd like to see the region killed. Well, I have to tell you, I feel the same way, uh, but I, I'm so refreshed. When I ran for mayor, that's the other thing I said. The region, I referred to it as a fat cat, and I have to say, it's so refreshing. Now, we've got Harry Schlang as the CAO of the region, and he's completely restructuring. It was 
It, it was set up very inefficiently. I've seen a lot of personnel changes there, too. Oh, a lot of them. Uh, it, a lot of things didn't make sense. You know, fina- finances were not consolidated in one area. They were all over the board. There were, there were too many things spread out. There were too many things that were erroneous. And now he's bringing things into a unified kind of corporate format. And I love what he says. The region is here to serve the 12 municipalities. We're here to serve you. And already the big move in economic development, which is very, very key, there's been buy-in with all of the five economic development offices. We're thrilled. They've brought in someone, Bob Saget, someone who's well-respected, well-known, who can pick up the phone and call these big manufacturers and knows how to bring them here. And and now with all of the five and the region singing the same song, doesn't, again, have to be one voice. Well, how about the same song? Mm. And then, then you get harmony with multiple voices. Just like right now, we've all united on Go Train. And mm. I have to tell you, I personally believe that is the single biggest, strongest thing that we can do for Niagara and if I can just jump in on this one, Jim, yeah. uh, you know, I, I had a conversation with a number of big companies here in the region. One, I'll mention his name, and I, I asked him before if I could mention it, Spencer Fox from ES Fox. And we sat in my office and he said, we need go, go train more than anything. And first I'll back up and say our go bus, we've beaten the provincial uh, expectations and predictions significantly, uh, growing at 20%, where the rest of the province is at 3%. We've shown the success. The summer train, huge success. So we've shown that it's successful. We've shown that the canal is not the stumbling block that some were pandering about. Bridge saying, tunnel, oh, whatever. It's like stop it. Yeah. You can't. You can't. And you know, here can't coordinate trains and planes yeah. and automobiles. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on. We have air traffic controllers with thousands of flights from all over the world and yeah. two trains in the morning, two at night, we can't coordinate. And the history is, ships have precedence over trains. And that's because they used to sail Same, in. Yeah. Well, we have these great diesel engines now. We can schedule it. So I know we've got to go for a break, but I want to just fill you in and tell you what Spencer shared with me. And it was something I hadn't thought of, but wow, the light bulb went on. Jim Diodati is my guest in the booth. We've got him for another segment. Cardinals are playing some live intro music, bumper music, what they call it in the radio business. Text message 61010. Thanks for supporting our local musicians in brackets. Usually they only talk to us to order large fries. <laughs> you hear that? 905-688-2582 are your digits. This is the Jim Fannin Show on 610 CKTB. is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at with Mayor Diodati, and those are Cardinals. Levi, what are you looking at me for? Just play the guitar, bro. He's looking over here like I'm going to be jumping in or something like that. These kids are talented, man. 20 years old. All three of them from Niagara. Rock stars. Go check them out on YouTube. Cardinals. You got a couple great videos there. and The kid can sing, man. Nathaniel's okay on drums. He's got a little, what do you call that thing? I don't know. Mr. Rogers on base. Thank you guys for coming in. We'll talk to you at the next segment. Mr. Mayor, do we have an image problem in Niagara? You see, you obviously saw the article in the Globe and Mail yesterday. Yeah, I did. Radowski, uh, Adam Radowski. Um, I always say 
there's no such thing as bad pub. I, I don't care what you're saying about me. Just say something, you know? And that goes right back to Dead Mouse saying, ah, Niagara Falls is nothing but wax museums and haunted houses. Uh, yeah, okay. He's got three million followers. I don't care what you say about Niagara Falls. Just say something. The pub is good. Now, this article, I have people, John Storm, who you know does a show on Kojiko and is a local businessman here in St. Catharines, said devastating. I'm like, no, devastating? It's not devastating. But now it's probably not as bleak as he made it out to be. If it bleeds, it leads. Now, I drive down my Niagara, my, my uh, main street here. I know Niagara Falls has got a, a downtown that's struggling too. St. Catharines has certainly sh- struggled for a long time. I don't see any vacancies on St. Paul Street anymore. Now, I don't want to gauge the health of my community by downtown only, but it is a good pulse. It's a good way to take the pulse of the community. Five years ago, there was 50% down here. Now I see one store for lease, one's boarded up, and they're all reopening as something else. Um, so do we have an identity crisis? Do we uh, Have we fallen into this trap of, oh, woe's me, all the manufacturing left, and now we're broke and everything's dying? Well, that's a problem everywhere in North America, manufacturing. So we're reinventing ourselves. And you're right. There's no such thing as bad press. There are business people and investors out there. When they read an article like that, they can't wait to come down here with their bags full of money and mm-hmm. invest because they know there's going to be opportunity. When things are humming, that's not a time to invest for investors. So, yeah, is there – and no question, the article is very, very negative. I sat with them, and 99.9% of what we said never made it into the article, mm-hmm. just the one negative comment that since 9-11, we've been devastated at the border. Uh, I talked about all the good things and the positive things and the things we're working on. Nothing made it. It was obvious. The article isn't about what's right. It's about what's wrong. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be said. And yeah, do we have our challenges? But challenges always leave opportunities. And here I'm telling you right now, any smart business person from any area is going to look at this area and they're going to invest because I really believe the opportunity is huge. The minute we plug in that GO train, it's going to be mm. like an umbilical cord into the GTA and we're going to draw people that will live here for a superior quality of life that you cannot get outside of Niagara and you'll get the great jobs of the GTA. You'll bring your money home. You'll spend it here. You'll buy your cars here. Get your haircuts here. You'll buy your clothes here and we will benefit. And if I could just mention Spencer Fox said to me, I can't get good engineers. And I said, why? You're not paying them enough? He said, no, I need GoTrain because they can't get a job for their spouse. And if they don't have a good job here for the spouse, they don't mind commuting, but they want to do it on GoTrain. And if they can't do that, they won't come. We right. need go train like you wouldn't believe, and that will revolutionize. Tell me about your your local chamber of commerce. You work closely with them, and were you a little bit frustrated when the GNCC comes out after they get the twelve mayors together that say go train to Niagara Falls, and then the GNCC comes out and says, wait a second, let's get it to Grimsby, then we'll get it to St. Catharines a couple of years later, then in twenty sixteen we'll get it to Niagara Falls. That must have pissed you right off. Well, I, w- I was frustrated at first, but then I saw their press release when they said go to Niagara Falls because we had a unanimous resolution of regional council, and you don't see too many unanimous resolutions at the region that said bring it all the way to Niagara Falls now we ran a ghost train uh, during the summer with Metrolinx and the St. Lawrence Seaway and we showed there was little to no disruption with two trains in the morning two at night bring it all the way when you look at who gets on and off in the summer train 95% get off in Niagara Falls it's a attraction mode and they're building a high-speed rail station in Niagara Falls New York which will link high-speed to New York City you look mm. at the you look at the other Toronto end, to NYC can that's you imagine a, yeah. no, right now it. they're building light rapid transit which will be built by next year in Toronto that links a Pearson International to Union Station you bring the GO train down here, you'll eventually be linking Niagara Falls, New York, to New York City and to Miami, thinking, guys, go up 10,000 feet and think like a business person, not like a politician. The key here is, and I understand it'll be phased in, yes. So you say it comes right to Niagara Falls. Year one will be Grimsby, year two will be St. Catharines, year three will be Grimsby, or something like this. Mm-hmm. But you don't say ask for one and then, because with that strategy, it'll take you 20 years. No. Tell me a little bit quickly about your endorsement of um, Morocco as a liberal candidate in Niagara Falls. No, and I thought long and hard about that one, Jim. And and I'll tell you, it was purely selfishness for the city. It was not a partisan thing. I know on the surface it looks that way. Uh, what it was, it, right now, and here's the argument I tried to explain to people. A lot of people are not political. I said a by-election is different than an election. A general election, you don't know who's going to win, who's going to be in power. But the day after a by-election, I know that wins going to be the premier, liberals are in power, 
I've been working with our council for three and a half years on a lot of significant issues. If that relationship is hurt, it's going to hurt our chances of getting things like universities and go train and theaters and hospitals. So I, I was saying to them that you your goal is to be in alignment locally with who's governing. If you are, it's much easier to get your asks. If you're in opposition, it's much harder. That's what I was trying to say to the people. Uh, in the end, you know what? We had three great candidates uh, for the big parties and a number of other very good candidates. And in the end, I'll work with whoever the people put there and we'll work hard. You got another segment in you, Jim? I do. Andy, I'm going to hold you over till the break. You got a question for Jim? I'm going to hold him over one more segment. Thank you, Jim. All right. This is 610 CKTV. Jim Diodati is my guest. Regional Councillor Petrowski's on the phone, and Cardinals are hitting it in Drew Comerford Studio. This is 610 CKTV. is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at Jim Fannin, last segment with Mayor Jim Diodati, Andy Petrowski. Thanks for taking the time. They are Cardinals. Go ahead, Andy. Mr. Fannin, good afternoon. How are you, brother? Jim. How are you, Andy? Good, good. Um, Jim, Jim Fannin, I just want to say, uh, and I don't often blow other people's horn like this, but uh, it's been a real uh, pleasure serving beside Mayor Diodati. Uh, the guy brings a tremendous amount of passion. He's liberal, and, though. What are you saying? Nice things about liberals? Oh no! You know what? Uh, part, <laughs> Jim knows partisanship aside, he's on the same ship moving Niagara forward. And there isn't a guy who stands up for a city uh, better than Jim and stands up for Niagara Region. This is a guy with honesty, honesty, integrity, and character. And it's been a joy serving beside him. I I just want to say that. Andy, you uh, read but, that just the way I wrote it. Thank you. <laughs> Perfectly done. <laughs> Uh, no, one thing I do appreciate, uh, Jim, that the mayor spoke to the organization changes that have taken place at the region. I think they're long overdue, and they're right from the top on down through the organization. I mean, they're major echelons of, of management that are being uh, changed out, and I think that um, uh, we have only good things to look forward to going forward. Uh, but Jim also knows, and he shares in my frustration, I think that there is, uh, uh, Mr. Fannin, a, a cleavage at council, uh, maybe uh, not uh, totally perceptible, but this council, Jim, brought in 12 new mayors and councillors, which probably is the largest addition of new politicians at the region. And clearly we've had some struggles between uh, those who uh, want to push change and those who are for status quo. So I'm asking the mayor, going into this election, if he would just speak to people who are contemplating running for municipal office, be it at the region or at the municipality, who are new, and they may think, you know, I don't stand a chance. But more importantly, if if the mayor could speak to the need to have to have fresh new faces, and we just can't always, uh, Jim Fannin, hold on to the status. I mean, the status quo is what's held us back. Can Jim speak to, his, to, to, to the new people who are contemplating running and to those people who are holding back, holding on to those old traditions? Thanks for the great show. 
Oh, you're welcome, Andy. Go ahead, Jim. Well, you know, Andy, that that's a great question, great point, and I encourage people all the time. I never, you know, I wasn't growing up thinking one day I'm going to run for mayor, and one day I'm going to get into politics. Far from it. I wasn't growing up as Mr. Popular or anything like that. It wasn't that, you know, one day I'm going to, uh, it just kind of, I one day I woke up and realized I could, and my advice to any aspiring person of change, someone that just doesn't like the status quo, you want to make change, Plan it out. They say plan your work, then work your plan. Strategize. Put together a team of people, someone that's going to help you raise money, someone who's going to help you put up signs, someone who's going to help you go door-to-door and knock on the different writings. Nothing beats going door-to-door because once someone votes for you, I can't tell you, once they meet you, they're more inclined to vote for you. I don't know how many times I met people, and they once they met me, they said, you know, you're the first politician to come to my door. And once they met, they, they're touched personally, and they're more inclined to support you. And plan out your strategy and be passionate about I don't care what it is that you do in life. You're the CEO of your own personal corporation. You're a Jim Fannin Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And be the best. Be passionate about what you do. And if you've got some things you want to change, plan them out. Plan what you would do differently and sell people on your dream with your passion. They'll buy into your passion. You'll get the momentum you need to be elected and then to make the change. Don't do it just to say, I'm a city councilor, I'm a regional councilor, I'm a mayor. That will not work. That's pure ego. Just do it because you actually care and you want to make change. But plan it out now. Don't wait until September. You should be planning it out now. Jim Diodati is my guest. Mayor of Niagara Falls, I really appreciate your time. Mayor Jim, tell me what your platform is coming up for the next election that you're standing for mayor for. Well, you know, we're uh, three and a half years into a 10-year plan, so we're going to follow through on those plans. Uh, one of them was a hospital. Uh, thank goodness we had the planning a grant, a grant announced for the new Niagara Regional South Hospital. And, you know, you'll always have the debate about a location, but what I can guarantee you is, you know, you talk to people uh, nowadays, if they have a serious medical uh, challenge. First thing they see is get me to Hamilton, get me to Toronto. We need them to say, get me to the hospital. We need a different attitude, and with the new hospital, we're going to get it. Go train has to come, Jim. We have to fight so hard. We cannot accept any excuses. Well, what's it your take be- on Go Train? I mean, Minister Bradley was, for crying out loud, the transport minister, and still didn't come. So, how many governments do we have to go through before? Like, this is it, man. We, uh, As a local realtor, I don't think there's one bigger thing that affect property values more than Go Train. Now, I don't, maybe I'm looking for the silver bullet. There's all kinds of things. There's daycare. There's, you know, uh, jobs and stuff like that. But you know, what's 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 the what's it going to take? We're going to do it. I'll tell you right now, we've got a unanimous resolution in the region. We're all on the same page singing the same song. We will bring it here. It will revolutionize what happens. It'll be the panacea. It'll be what we need to change the region. And I'm telling you right now, I will personally not stop until they build it. They're going to build it. And there's a lot of people that think the same way as me. And I respectfully do not accept the answer. It's not going to happen. I don't accept it. I won't accept it. It's going to come. Whether they like it or not, it's going to happen. There's enough people that feel the same way. And we're going to make it happen, Jim. And I want to say to all the kids, back in the day, I used to run a teen club in St. Catharines. Club 404. <laughs> you remember I, that? I'm old enough for that. Yeah. You remember that? And then, uh, then California Dance Bar after that. Yeah. Before that, uh, I had a Club college. Four hundred four. Wow. I had a college pro painter franchise in St. Yeah. Catharines back uh, eighty five, eighty six. So uh, I spent a lot of time in St. Catharines. I love St. Catharines. I'll Catherine's. say hi to you for my dad too. He knows yes. you from way back in Niagara Frontier Caters days. Yes, and yep. when I had my bakery business, I used to supply him with a bunch of goodies. Uh, he's a great guy. And uh, I just want to say hi to all the old friends because I have a lot of people say to me, "Was that you at the Club Four Hundred Four days?" I go, "Oh yeah, that was me." Long time that was ago. not me. I was not at Club Four. Okay, maybe once. Okay, I was. Picking someone up. My little brother. Yeah, yeah he used to hang out there. Yeah, that's huh? it. <laughs> 905 688 Mayor Diodati, I really appreciate your time. Thank you, my brother. Very good to Jim, have you in. It's a pleasure Finally. to meet you in person. I, yeah. I listen to your show often, and I really enjoy it. Even at the gym, I listen to it on my smartphone. <laughs> I really do. I enjoy it. And you said it just like I wrote it up. Perfect. <laughs> You'll use that one on Andy. 905-688-2582. Cardinals are next. We'll get them in the studio. Talk about what it's like to be 20 years old and be rock stars in Niagara. Right here on 610 CKTB.
The Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at Thanks to Mayor Jim Diodati. That was a great conversation. Hold him over for an extra segment. My last segment goes to the rock stars today. Cardinals. Hello. Thanks, Thanks for coming hey. in. Thanks Miles for Rogers, us. Levi, and Nathaniel. Rusty, they call you. That's right. I heard that nickname in there. I'm like, come on. I need a nickname for this. I can't call you Nathaniel every time. <laughs> yeah. I never heard anyone call you Nate. I don't want to take uh, Call liberties. him Nate. He call loves Nate. it. No, don't, <laughs> I don't, don't do that. liberties and call you a nickname you hate. Rusty, I'm good with Rusty. I don't know. Uh, play on your last name. Tell me, uh, you guys all, you're just talking to Mayor D. Dot. Even the mayor wants to talk to rock stars. He didn't want to leave the booth. Yeah. Drew says to me, hey, I'm bumping you in after this commercial. Oh, okay. See you, Jim. He's like, giving you guys business cards and whatnot so tell me what, what what's it like being 20 years old and trying to make a living in rock and roll essentially uh it's uh an adventure yeah that's for, for sure. sure that's definitely a good way to put it mm-hmm. now you guys all went to eden that's right yeah as well yeah. all 20 years old mm-hmm. yeah. all from st Catharines. i thought you're from niagara falls and all over the region but uh, yeah miles is from niagara falls Levi's from Niagara on the Lake, and then I live in a tiny little town called Jordan Station. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so you're spread all over the place. Now, your father's a rock star, too, Mr. Rogers, Mile Rogers, your yeah, he's father. Not, he's not that good, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> the family. Perfect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Levi, you got uh, some history in music as well? Yeah, my dad was in a kid's band, so... Yeah, as a kid, <laughs> as a ki- when I was a kid, so he was like the biggest rock star to me. Oh yeah, to oh, me too. Okay, so, I grew up worshiping him. <laughs> really, <laughs> okay. idolizing. And what's your connection now? I got to tell you, man, my introduction to you was at my church, mm-hmm. and uh, I call it my church, Central my, Community yeah, Church, exactly. And I got an eye for talent. I know what sounds good, but my cousin of all people sitting beside me, he's like, dude. Check out this drummer. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. There's, a, you know, there's something about something, somebody that has their technique down cold, where you can afford to be creative. And that's Aiden Smith or Aiden Miller, Aiden, uh, Damian Smith, mm-hmm. just another friend of mine that plays with the Smoothies and moved on to Mad Hatters, I think now, and mm-hmm. did a lot of work with Aiden Miller. Just like you can see the talent in him because the creativity comes out. He knows his gig. He's got his beats all down and just a filthy, filthy drummer. And you're not the mechanical, don't up straight up and down. You really look like you're having some fun out there and creative. Lucy Goosey. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's always good to have fun and that's the most important. Now how long you been playing drums? Um uh eighteen years now, I think. I started when I was four. Wow. And um I'm not a show off, <laughs> but it's funny. Like my no 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 one in my family was like that musical, and then like my mom played a bit of piano, and then my dad. The last time my dad played guitar when he was like 16, so I just started. It just came naturally to me. Like I started pulling out pots and pans, yeah, and then maybe. my mom said I started setting them up like the same way every day and she said it was kind of freaky <laughs> and then she'd be you like how about for a mental disorder yeah or no, you're good teachers, teachers thought i had tourette's but, <laughs> but then then she'd be like how about try this pot i'm like uh no it's not the right sound i don't want that one it'd be like really kind of scared myself but awesome yeah. now levi tell me you're a vocalist and guitarist as well um man 
just a soothing voice. Even Mayor Jim said on the way out, you know, something oh, I, I would listen to. Now, who are you being compared to? Who who are you saying? Like, well, I hear Dallas Green, and you're just that soothing. Maybe you've, you've got more range, but it seems like it's just a smooth, really soothing voice. Who do you get compared to? Um, yeah, I've heard Dallas Green uh, quite a bit. I've heard. Uh, I can't remember his Ray name. Ray LaMontagne. Yeah, Ray LaMontagne. I think that's right. Okay, who's he with? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think it's just his band. I've heard it quite a few times, though. Even last night we were playing um, we were playing at Doc McGilligan's on Lundy's Lane, okay. and somebody came up to him and told him that he sounded like Ray LaMontagne. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to him, though, when I got like home, when somebody <laughs> told me that, and like I do not hear it at all. <laughs> but, but that's okay. Now, are you guys actually making some money at this? Yeah. Um, so, were you making money just from live performances, CDs, iTunes, or all of it? We were on tour for four months, and so we made pretty good money on merchandise, uh, okay. traveling the country. And no, tell me about that tour. Um, was, it, was it Live Different tour? Live Different. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they're a nonprofit organization, and they're awesome. Um, they pretty much with the Live Different presentation, they go across the country and they. Um, do this big presentation with lights and fog machines and a big backdrop and mm, huge videos. speakers. Yeah. yeah. And then they have a motivational speaking. And this year they were talking about kindness and how kindness changed um, their lives, the motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. And so we were kind of providing entertainment for the nice. presentation. No, who's uh, who writes the music? You guys all... Chipping on it. It's a collective. Yeah. It's a collective. Totally. Levi, Levi will bring a skeleton of songs most of the time, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we kind of sit down with it and and pick out the great parts of the song, and and then uh, work on it till it's a finely tuned. Well, you guys are sounding really tight, man. Your YouTube videos are solid. The sound quality is beautiful. What are you guys writing about? The the classic heartbreak, she left me, I hate you now type of songs or what? Uh, Our songs are very (laughs) hate-driven. Yeah. We we scream inside. Yeah, we (laughs) break downs most of the time. (laughs) No, I think we write about a whole bunch of things. Uh, Song for Jack, for example, is is about... uh, like Miles and I wanted to move to Toronto. This is before Nathaniel was in the band, and uh, we wanted to make a go at music. And we thought moving to Toronto was the only way to do it. I don't know. We were okay. it was like a couple of years ago, and I, that was just our like thinking process. Yeah. So we wrote about um, just leaving. Like if you listen to the lyrics about like leaving home and what we'll miss, and I don't know. So we read about a b- whole bunch of things. Uh, yeah, I think everything influences. Um, our songs. So a little bit more hopeful rather than the just heartbreak she left me and yeah. I, I want to hang yeah. from a shower rod now. I don't hear that much of that. <laughs> yeah, so that's pop just, punk, man. Yeah, There's too many of those songs already. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about your video. Uh, it, the name's not coming to me now because that's what happens when I come behind the microphone. But the one where you're, you're uh, Julie? Oh, yeah. Following Julie through <laughs> Lakeside Park and, yeah. and I love it. Right? It's just so charming at the end. You kind of shoot the guy a wink when you're, Gosh. Uh, you're, on, <laughs> when oh, you're on the picnic with him and his girlfriend and then, boom, oh, there's another girl. Well, yeah, you go yeah. out chasing after her. Who uh, came up with the concept and who shot the video for you? I mean, it looks really high quality. That was, uh, that was our friend Nick Murka. Oh, is that um, Nick and Mark yeah. Rewarda? Nick Murka right. and Mark Rewarda. And, uh, they. Wow, he's talented. Yeah, the general mm-hmm. idea behind it was that music, like a song, will follow you throughout your day, wherever you go. So we followed somebody in the car, their day, wherever into they the went. bathroom, <laughs> yeah. in her closet. Yeah. That was yeah. classic. Yeah. Open the closet. There you guys are. <laughs> behind the wardrobe. Surprise. Nice. I saw one of you guys peek behind the shower curtain too. Who was that? Uh, that was Miles. Think, yeah, well, Rogers. We talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good times. So you guys are just nothing but musicians now. You don't have second jobs. Or you're just making a living from this, and that's it. I I think I'm the only one right now in, in the group who has a day job. I work at Bayview Greenhouses. Okay. And it's like 20 seconds from my house. I've I've been there since I was in grade eight, but it's been a job that's been flexible with the schedule I have with music right. so you know they have no problem letting me leave for four months to go on tour or if I have to leave early because I got to get to a gig like they understand what I really want to do so it's a good it's a good job to have that's flexible nice. now what do you guys got t- coming up as far as albums videos tours anything that we want to promote <sighs> um we're thinking about releasing a new video for selfish heart which is one of the songs we played today. Okay. Um, so that's still in the works. And then we have a lot of new material that uh, 
We will be recording soon. Mm-hmm. Now, you, how about gigs coming up? You guys, I've caught you a couple times. You see at the Mansion Merchant Ale House, to catch up. Josh Finley's private party. Just missed you at that private oh, party, yeah. actually. Oh. And that's actually how I met X Prime. You know, just kind of stumbled across and went. Oh, those guys Whoa. are great. Oh, yeah, and they just yeah. have such a blast. It's like awesome. my son, the Hurricane, on stage. Just like yeah. fun, mm-hmm. just bleeds yeah. out of them. You know what I mean? So, totally. You guys played the horseshoe, did you not? Yeah. Yep. Long ago? Thursday, uh, this past Thursday we did. Thursday? How, how was attendance there? It was good. So was... most people coming out to see you for the first time, though, you find it? Yeah, like, I guess when we go out to Toronto, it's, it's I don't know, like, we have a tiny bit of a following there. Right. But when, yeah, I think lately you know. it's been, like, um, we've had a lot of industry come out lately just because of, like, I guess word spreads. Uh, our manager, Pat Murphy, who used to run actually St. Ca- the St. Catharines local scene years ago. Um ended up moving to Toronto and now he's uh now he's working with us but he's he's worked his worked his magic and gotten a lot of industry people out. So nice. Yeah. Miles Levi and Nathaniel are the Cardinals. Go and check these guys out when you see them. Advertised at a live gig. You will not be sorry. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate your talent. Thanks, Jim. Hey, Thank you. you Jim. And it was a lot of work getting you in here. I know you all have got schedules and managers. And I was like, oh, managers. <laughs> we finally got it done, and uh, I appreciate you coming in. It was a little rushed today, but uh, we'll, we'll touch you up in the next 12 months or something get you back in. That'd be awesome. Thanks right. so much. On the way out, this is Cardinals up next. Ice Dogs Hockey. I'm Jim Fannin here on 610 CKTV. Sweet.